Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. I'm in an undisclosed location. Undisclosed today. today. On a mission from God. (laughs) (laughs) No judge bum drop yet. Nope. We are waiting patiently. We are hoping that she is writing the brief to end all briefs. And it will survive Third Circuit muster, and then it will survive the appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, and maybe Judge Bum's writings will be the precedent by which we hang our hats on. So maybe someday it's going to be, you know, the uh, the the Heller, the McDonald, the Bruin, and the Bum <laughs> decision. <laughs> um, of course, it'll be Attorney General Platkin, which will be really cool to have his name on there, and we can you know crap on it because uh we're going to get full rights restored in these seven states that are fighting tooth and nail uh new jersey being uh one of the biggest offenders obviously right now well new york the second circuit still hasn't issued the decision for them and uh so we're waiting patiently or impatiently for that and we're also waiting i know a lot of you out there are waiting um for a decision on uh, a temporary restraining order for others because the clock is ticking. Today is the 7th, so we have uh, 14, 21, we have 24 more days left before the end of the month where, you know, about 4 million people are going to be felons in the United States. And the FPC case, uh, Mock v. Garland, is the most ahead, and they're asking for a temporary restraining order. He is a uh, decorated uh, um, disabled combat veteran marine that can only shoot with a stabilizing brace and uh you know we're using that as our our lead case basically everybody's kind of behind that and supporting it and there are two other cases as well uh even the atf can't define what they're going to do after may 31st he uh uh uh, Diddleman or whatever his name was be, was before Congress two weeks ago, and of course Peter Principle, he's at his own level of ignorance, a political hack appointee like everybody else, the crayon box. He doesn't even know what the uh, <laughs> what the uh, consequences will be and what he caused for one little piece of plastic per se and uh, two inches of barrel length, you know. But uh, anyway, w- uh, you know we're watching this closely and we're going to continue to watch it, and you can be sh- assured that. Over the next couple of weeks and months, Dan Schmutter and Scott Bach and David Jensen and uh, Jay Factor and uh, anybody else we can get to come on the show, experts with their level of expertise, obviously Evan Knappen as well, we will be talking more and more about uh, what's going on with these cases. Also this month, uh, our our, um, magazine band case is moving. Dan Schmutter is on top of that. Uh, briefs and everything are due by the end of the month. So we'll have updates from Dan. I spoke to Dan uh, yesterday on the phone. Uh, Last week's show, my teaser that we had information on the mandatory insurance, I even hooked Dan Schmutter with it. (laughs) Sandy, He listened to the show. He's like, what the hell does Anthony know that I don't know? (laughs) He called me up. He goes, you son of a bitch. You got me. (laughs) I said, Dan, if I knew about the carry uh, insurance info, I would have got it from you. (laughs) So... (laughs) But, yeah, so it was good that I got them. So uh, we got very few 
Very few exchanges this week, people asking about carry insurance. So mission was accomplished. That's good. I got a lot of people to listen to the show and get educated and understand that uh, insurance is not available yet. It will be eventually, uh, but not yet. So we're, we're getting there. And uh, so those are some of the updates we have right now. And uh, there was this interesting blog post. I found this by accident the other day. I go on um, Instagram and I see this blog post. Where is it? Here it is. And it's from the Gunsmithing Club of America. And this article was written by this gentleman, Earl Roberts, on May 30th. He's the owner, operator, and chief instructor of Mobile Marksmanship, LLC, a firearms and safety training company. And he writes an article of the top five indoor ranges in the Northeast. Hmm. I had no idea. Number coming in at number five, the New England Air Gun Range in Hudson, Massachusetts. Okay, now it's an air gun range, and he, but he talks about how beautiful it is, and uh, he's they're right down the road from the American Heritage Museum, et cetera, et cetera, which I thought was really cool. And then coming in at number four was the Sky Kill Gunworks in Sky Kill Skyle Skyle Sky Kill Haven, Pennsylvania. And he, he, this guy lives in Virginia. It's, he's 200 miles from Skykill Haven, Pennsylvania. But he talks about how, what a beautiful uh, range this is and uh, museums right down the street. And then the next one is in Owings Mills, Maryland, which is called Guntry, G-U-N-T-R-Y. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I, yeah, I would imagine they're, they're not called Gun, the Guntry Club or Guntry Club because I know who owns those domains yes, and the yeah. trademarks and the uh, websites and everything. That yeah. would be me, right. by the way, because I coined that term. <laughs> That's right. So uh, Guntry in Owings Mills, Maryland came in at number three, which was really cool. And uh, we're going to skip number two because number one was Epping, New Hampshire, which is the Sig Sauer Academy, which has their flagship store and academy. You know, Sig does about a billion dollars a year in sales. And uh, their range came in at number one uh, for classes and, you know, uh, assortment of uh, classes and cleanliness and everything. But number two was uh, Gun for Hire in Northern Park, New Jersey. Oh, wow, this is a surprise. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> located in the middle of northern New Jersey and just minutes from New York. Uh, three 25-yard ranges, one 50-yard range. Known for accommodating tourists and out-of-state travelers, Gun for Hire has the largest selection of gun rentals in a tri-state area. You can rent a Barrett 50 BMG. Uh, you, they have range packages. We do marriage proposals, bachelor, bachelorette parties, shotgun weddings, gender reveals. He covered it all, and he even said that you can uh, hang out in the Shooter's Lounge and listen to one of the Gun for Hire radio podcasts that are recorded on the on-site studio. Our tour, our challenge coin museum very very nice uh, so we're number two behind sig academy i'll take that all day every day the top five indoor ranges in the northeast thank you to my entire staff uh partners and uh supporters over the years for putting us uh number two we really appreciate it that's pretty so, cool you just stumbled on that i just stumbled on it on instagram post wow I just I was like, okay, what what the what the hell is this? I'm like, let me let me see what this is, and uh, sure enough, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, so uh, talk to me. What's going on with you? Nothing. What's going on with you? I'm tired. Are you? Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, come, Florida was a was a grind. You know, don't go to Florida, people. It's horrible. I know. Yeah, you know. I mean, really, if you 
If well, you get a I'm chance. living in this right now temporarily in this crap hole. I don't I even. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. People are just dumb as dirt and Oh, God. Horrible. He loves Rude. it there, ladies and gentlemen. He <laughs> loves it there, ladies and gentlemen. Don't believe him. I wouldn't come here. It's terrible. I'm going to go visit you. And I'm, I'm <laughs> you bringing my people with me. You're allowed. You're I'm bringing my people with me. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about the quiet part out loud. Uh, you know, us gun people, we're racist, sexist, misogynist, this, 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 all of that, right? This article came from Liberty Unyielding. And uh, this was a New York decision. And uh, I want everybody out there who fights for women's rights, even though we can't, you know, Define what a woman is, yeah. This article was written by the Liberty Unyielding staff and says, do your Second Amendment rights shrink because your spouse has a concealed carry permit? The New York Attorney General argued a woman couldn't qualify for a concealed carry license because her husband already had a license. What? What? Let that sink in. Holy shit. A New York appeals court in Albany said she could, especially since she had shown a valid self-defense purpose. But Letitia James, the AG's office, says her husband has a carry permit for the business. She doesn't need a carry permit for the business. Is this he like has Sharia law? Or? I, I, Sandy? Unbelievable. Sandy, we're going back to brown and black codes and Jim Crow laws. Yeah, so should, why yeah, not why bring not? this out yeah. now so women get a half a vote? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. The only Makes perfect the, sense. the only way we could counter something like this is for every male who listens to the show, bring two women to the range, effective immediately. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wherever you live, yep. whatever range is closest right. to you, find two new women that never shot before. Let them listen to this Gun for Hire radio show, episode 624, and bring two women to the range. Just so, be prepared for the aftermath because they're going to yeah. want to go all the time. Yeah. Once they're hooked, they're hooked. Okay. Yeah. Petitioner said she was seeking an unrestricted carry license to use for safety purposes when assisting her husband. Okay, uh, the petitioner failed to state why her self her self defense needs were not already adequately and independently addressed by her husband's recent acquisition of an unrestricted <laughs> carry license. Oh my God! Uh, so everywhere you go, you got to go with your husband first. Oh, can you? You, you can't go Can you imagine yourself? the chutzpah? Oh man. Yeah, but like I, you said, we're, we're uh, might as well, uh, you know, we're using Jim Crow laws. We're going back to slave days uh, just to make their point, which actually we said that the masks would come off, wouldn't we? We, we didn't we? we? We said that the masks would come off and they would show their true colors for exactly what they are. And remember, the Democrat Party was always the party of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the Jim Crow law, uh, the slave trade. Yeah, they still yeah. apparently, um, you know, go back to their roots. I just, I can't, I can't believe it. So your husband has a carry permit. You don't need Why a carry do you permit. need one? Yeah. Wow. Santi, are you familiar <laughs> with, the, with the Chevron deference? No. So in 1984, <clears throat> under um, Reagan, it, it seemed to be a win by the Supreme Court with the Chevron deference, which is... Uh, Congress passed a law that gave all the alphabet agencies a lot more power. So we have unelected bureaucrats that can pretty much interpret the law any way they want. Mm. Okay, and uh, it's this. We have a case now heading to the Supreme Court. This is one of the cases that gives so much power to, uh, like, the ATF and the FBI 
and OSHA CDC. and the EPA, CDC, and everything else. So you know how we talk about how, you know, just move, but instead stay and fight? Mm-hmm. This case that is going to overturn the Chevron deference, which has been referenced a lot in uh, other lower court gun cases over the years. Dan Schmutter and I talked about this uh, last week as well. This case that's coming out now that the Supreme Court chose to hear, and we'll get an answer at the end of the summer, <laughs> comes from New Jersey. Really? Yeah, because the commercial fishermen in New Jersey are getting screwed uh, by government agencies, uh, the Natural Resource uh, Council or whatever, uh, a group of fishing, uh, excuse me, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in February 2020. Of, of February 2020 issued a levy on all herring fishermen on the eastern seaboard that they have to pay $710 per day for federal monitors to come on their boat to make sure what? they're not fishing more or less herring than they're supposed to. Are you serious? Yeah, which and the fishermen say it costs about 20% of their haul, their average yeah. haul. So, you know, well, the, the government just wants to wet their uh, beak, so yes, to speak. I guess so. So I love that this case is coming out of New Jersey. Again, it's always us that are fighting for the rights, the basic fundamental rights for people. We get these cases and we get them up to the Supreme Court, New York, New Jersey, California, Illinois. You know, it's a wonderful thing. So but this case, uh, basically with the Chevron deferences, uh, it gives the uh, it gives the government very wide latitude to do anything they pretty much want. And this case is called uh, Loper Bright Enterprises versus Raimondo. And uh, you're going to hear a lot more about the Chevron defense. But uh, Jonathan Turley is like, this involves a challenge, and which involves a challenge to the Chevron doctrine and its heavy agency deference. Uh, And uh, what that means is we're basically going to say no. Any different interpretation of the law has to go back and be legislated yeah we can't just have an alphabet agency say well you know you you, uh, pistol braces are banned uh bump stocks are banned we interpret it as a ban no 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 if the atf thinks that then they have to get a congressman or a senator to sponsor a bill and it has to work its way through the system using what they we used to call remember the balance of powers when there was three Mm. branches of government which nobody knows about some of you old people might remember there used to be three branches of government just and by the way women (laughs) used to get a full vote in the in the united states too back in the day (laughs) but then the brewing decision came out and now women don't get a full vote and us third tier third tier people, you know, the ones that fall under the black code and uh, the brown codes and the Jim Crow laws, we're all together in this now. Pretty much. Okay, (laughs) just so you know, we're all together. And the red line districts. Yeah, there we go. It's good. Uh, So, yeah, we're pretty much fighting for our life here right now, but yeah, it would allow federal agencies to basically do whatever they want it with rulemaking. We're getting more and more like China each and every day. I mean, that's exactly what happens in China. The government just steps in and says, here's what we're going to do, and we're going to put somebody from the Communist Party into uh, your organization. There's even a, I think it's Michigan, it's one of the very liberal states up north. Um, It's either Michigan or Wisconsin or uh, Indiana. that has I'm not talking I'm not Indiana um, Illinois that uh, there is a Chinese company that's there that has part of their bylaws that they have to provide uh, education in communism 
to all their employees. And this is allowed to go right in the particular states of United here. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I, I would love to see the next step of these alphabet agencies get whacked. Yeah. You know, they, they fully they fully deserve it. It's been like way. that forever, though. I, you know, I think everybody talks about whatever, you know, this, you know, the the uh, the, the dark states and, and whatever, the shadow government. And, and it really is a bureaucracy. I remember back in another life when um, I had a very familiar um, <clears throat> relationship with one of those alphabet agencies. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, my um, direct supervisor and I were being lectured by a civilian at the time whose name you would know immediately, um, who said it was over some frustration that I had with the fact that every time Senator so-and-so's wife decided that um, the project you were working on for the past 10 years wasn't the thing to be working on, that the new cause celeb was such and such a disease. And I voiced my... um, um, Concerns. How dare that. you? Yeah, and I was told uh, basically to to kind of uh, to placate me and to pacify me. I was told by this very senior official, uh, look, uh, these quote assholes come and go every four and six years. We are here forever. We are in control. Yep, And it never occurred to me exactly the power that that held until the past three years. And I saw exactly that take place. And I said, hmm, damn, that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. They truly are in control. The bureaucrats are in control of everything. It's been like that forever, which is why you couldn't leave your house without the permanent, masks. The permanent ruling state in D.C. That's who runs everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why yeah. President Trump, that, that means nothing. Yeah. Right. It means nothing, President right. Trump. Nothing. Nothing. No. No. He, he can't do anything. No. Well, a couple little, or a point, you know, judges, a couple of judges here or there or whatever, right. but that's it. Which are now being, you know, uh, made irrelevant too. You know, they're working to make it irrelevant too. I mean, it just is unbelievable. The, the, the whole world right now is being controlled by the World Economic Forum, uh, and your dollar is shrinking in your pocket. Uh, and soon to be taken over by digital currency. And yet we're all concerned with who's on the Bud Light bottle by by design. It's just, don't look over here, look over there. Look at the circus. Same thing that happened in Weimar, right? Yep. Same thing exactly. that happened in, in, in the fall of ancient Rome. You know, we, we that Rome was the most powerful uh, force in the world had the most intellectual property, had the most property, had the most money, had the most military might, and then started meddling in everybody else's shit. And once they started doing that, they be, they started to unravel. You it's, mean like being the police of the world? Yeah, something like that. The yeah. nannies of the yeah. world? We're trying to be the yeah. nannies well, of the here's world. Here's how you should do it. You know, It's kind of like living in the South, right? And all the Northerners come down to the South and they're like, oh, you hayseed hick idiots don't know what you're doing. You should do it the way we did it back North. Uh, you mean the shithole that you created up there that you want to create down here? No. Keep your crap up there. There's a reason we moved to the South. It is to get away from the shit that you created up there. Don't bring it with you. 
Did you hear about the new treasure hunt game in New York City? No. You haven't heard about the new <laughs> treasure hunt game? Is this like the knockout game or something? You shit? know, you haven't heard about no, it? No, I haven't heard. Well, the, uh, the car thefts are so rampant in yeah. New York City, and the police are so decimated and so understaffed, and they don't want to arrest anybody anyway because they're out before the cuffs are off them. Mayor Adam came up with a solution. Yeah. He's giving citizens free no, Apple AirTags to put God. in your car <laughs> so you can track where it's going in Western Africa when it's stolen and put it on a container ship. Holy Christ. This is just absolute lunacy. The world's upside down. Now, imagine if someone takes it into their own hands and goes and gets their car right. and then gets involved and gets in an killed. altercation yeah. or kill. Well, no, you're going to get arrested right. for trying to stop the people who stole your car. Right. Just like because the parking lot attendant. Did you read about that? Yes. Few, yes. A few months well, they, ago? They dropped the charges on oh, him. Oh, they finally he, he wrestled the gun from the bad guy. After and being shot. shot. The, he After got shot twice. Shot. And then he wrestled the gun from the bad guy, shot the bad guy, and he got charged. Right. He woke up and he woke handcuffed up on a rest for a handcuff to the bed. That's <laughs> great. Nowhere so, else in the world. So dude. what could go wrong with it? What is this? This is like yeah. modern day geocaching or something, right? So, and, something and, like, and, yeah. And treasure hunt. Treasure hunt, yeah. So, hun, my car got stolen. Don't call the cops. Let's get in your car and let's follow it. <laughs> yeah, let me load up and find my iPhone. <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto. So this, this, by the way, this is not a solution, you know. No. Um, I don't know if our bureaucrats <laughs> understand that, but yeah, this is a legitimate story, okay? Uh, this is the, I guess this is the uh, crime, New York crime fighting equivalent to the paper surgical mask. Yeah, I, I guess. so it's so lawless. In January, car thieves took an NYPD patrol car on a 12-hour joyride. Oh, come on. Yeah. Now, could you imagine the chutzpah to, to steal a cop car and go on a 12-hour joyride in a cop car? All right. I think the statute of limitations has passed, but... Uh, you uh, did it. <laughs> the, uh, uh, our friend, who uh, will remain nameless because he listens to the show, but he knows who he is, his father was the chief of police in uh, Wayne Township, where we grew up, and... Mm. Um, his father one day parked. They used to go all the time for, at this one deli that we used to hang out at. His car. His father parked the car in the front of the deli, and we hopped into the car with. Well, I almost mentioned his name, and we <laughs> took off and went for a joyride in his chief of police car. <laughs> <laughs> Until he got home that night and got beaten senseless, which was it was his idea, you know. His let's take my dad's car. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. so I think that's. Uh, but we were children at the time, allegedly. Oh, yeah. allegedly. allegedly. Took the, so listen to this. How much time do we have left on this sex? Uh, about three minutes. So Richard Dreyfus, uh, who I didn't know had an organization, which I already subscribed to now, but. This was um, an article that was released last week, and it kind of went viral. Richard Dreyfus, Americans' ignorance of Constitution and disrespect for opposition has damaged our country irreparably. Holy shit. Yeah, Dre Dreyfus, uh, where is it? I have to get down here. Uh, he goes, Dreyfus urged the importance of Americans to understand civics. Hmm, sounds like he's listening to the show. Yeah. Because it would lead to a mutual respect of those who held opposing views. 
Okay, he goes. He argues that since the '60s, prevailing ignorance about the founding of this country has diminished our once cherished values. He goes. We got so far away from that in such a short amount of time by not knowing the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence. By not knowing the birth tale of America, we cheat ourselves tremendously, and we change the values that are so important and so unique to us. Opposing views. What others cl- country? What other country? What other country cherishes opposing views like we do? He asked. Maybe only Britain. He goes. Uh, for us to deny that or walk away from that or feel in some way compelled for either side, conservative or liberal, to have to put down the other side, it's not enough to disagree with people. You are called upon to put them down personally. There are people who wouldn't consider it a good day if they hadn't put down some liberal or conservative as an idiot. He goes, this is nonsense. It needs to stop and we should grow up. He says he's become, he's become disillusioned with hypocrisy in partisan politics after growing up with activist parents. I am totally disillusioned with partisan pa- ca- oh, politics because I know it's all, all the same. It's okay? all the same. This is great, he wrote. Americans have lost their pride in our republic. All right. Earlier this year, Dreyfus predicted there would be dire consequences in the next 20 years if education were not reformed. I firmly believe that if we don't revive the study of civics, we will be dead before 2050. It infuriates me that people don't understand what this place means, he said, speaking on the United States of America. What an advance on human progress this country is all about Mm -hmm. and how quickly we can abandon it without without a second thought. Yep. In, listen, I didn't know this. Uh, in 2006, Dreyfus founded the Dreyfus Civics Initiative, TDCI. Its purpose is to revive the teaching of civics in American public education and to empower future generations with the critical thinking skills they need to fulfill the vast potential of American citizenship. Now, as someone who loves all of those things, how come I never heard of this initiative? I know, yeah. How well, come you never heard of it? None probably, of us. Probably because it would be for the same reason that systematically civics was taken out at, out of the school system and uh, now transplanted by, I don't know, gender studies or whatever the hell, you know. Certainly it wasn't the ability to uh, do mathematics or read. You know, James Kalita. Remember James Out of Order Kalita? Yeah. He sent me a transcript from uh, Illinois, carry permit transcripts. You ready for this? <clears throat> he goes, thought you would enjoy this from Illinois Transcripts. Mr. Wells, yes, Your Honor. You can carry a 15-round magazine in a semi-automatic handgun, same handgun that Chicago police car officers carry every day, that law enforcement around the state carry every day. You can continue to carry those, the court, if you have a concealed carry permit. Mr. Wells, if you have a concealed carry permit, the court, do you know what the turnaround is? If you get your concealed carry permit when you file an application, Mr. Wells, not as quick as it should be, Your Honor. The court, <laughs> the judge, mine's been pending for four months. Mr. <laughs> Wells, I understand that, Your Honor. The court, yeah. I love that. The judge in open court on record said he's been waiting too long, too. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. They hate us, yes. even judges. They don't want yeah. anybody to have a permit. They, they, no, it's they just, really that's don't. it. And if you're a woman, hey, does your husband have a permit? Then you don't need a permit. 
if you live in New York, ladies, you don't need a yeah, permit. You have a man amazing. to protect you. Okay, amazing. women's rights are dead. We can't define what a woman is, and I believe everybody should have the right to defend themselves. Whatever sexual persuasion you are, what what whoever your partner is, whatever your religion is, I don't care. Everybody should have the God given right to protect themselves. I don't care because even you're a woman. You should not have God. a lesser right. Even those who don't believe in God, atheists and agnostics, join the club. Big Ten. Everybody should be able to protect themselves. If you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, and you should be able to protect yourself in this country. This country was built on the gun. It was built on rugged individualism. Yeah. Uh, our built on freedom, freedom of oppression. oppression. Built on a small government, not a huge, oh, fat, those, wallowing government. Government. Those days are over. Yeah, those days are over. Those days are over. I've been watching, uh, I've been following Unusual Whales, man, and I can't believe like this new rich congressman in New York, uh, uh, from uh, in D.C., out of New York, Dan Goldman. Man, he's been making unbelievable stock trades, selling stock the day before government notices come out, and then day buying stock the bank three collapses. days before. It's just amazing yeah. the timing these people yeah, have. It's amazing, yeah. It's, it's almost like, like they have inside information. Mm, yeah, you would think. And we, the poor's, wow. We, we're, the we're the ones. We're the ones sitting in the banks that are collapsing. Yeah. We, the poor's, get nothing. The right. third tier get nothing. The first yeah. tier get it all. They keep releasing Epstein's appointment book too. It's amazing how many well-to-do people hung out in his, uh, you know, pedophile island Lolita, and a pedophile plane, yeah. penthouse yeah, and nice. yeah, yeah, the Lolita Express. Um, yeah, but, you know, we're getting a little bit at a time. And now emails just came out. The the Hunter laptop, the 51 signatures by everybody from the Intel community who are still on government payrolls, who still have super top secret clearance and stuff. It was completely fabricated, that letter, which we knew for the past two yep. years. But there's no such thing as a fair election in this country anymore. Like you said, Sandy, the permanent ruling class in D.C., they decide everything. Yeah. They decide everything. The only way we're going to fix this is at the grassroots level. Like Sandy says, run for dog catcher, run for school board, run for council, run for whatever it is, and get involved and start going to the meetings and bring your kids. And like Richard Dreyfuss says, teach them about civics. Get them involved because your school's not going to teach them about civics. All your school is teaching your kids is how to hate this country. And with that, we'll be back. Yes. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy, happy. Diane Pruitt, founder, Guiding Reigns Equine Assisted Therapy for veterans, first responders, and their families. Fight or flight. And that's where a lot of our veterans identify. They're in that hypervigilant fight or flight mode at all times. And so when we're doing an activity, we do a lot of discussion about pressure. A lot of them don't like applying pressure. Well, not all pressure is bad. One of the little things that have come up is trying to get the horse to do an activity and they're like well I don't you know I don't want to hurt them when you know you're not going to hurt them just go for it and and then the aha moment is is when they would complete an activity or a task is then we'd say does your horse look upset or pissed off with you and they're like no and they're like there you go you are saying you can't be in my face in my pocket right now I need you to do a job and the big thing is setting boundaries for example I had one participant and this horse would not leave her alone he was biting at her you know shirt even her pants like he was going for her shoelaces and finally asked I said um are you okay with that she said I am I said okay and you'd see her she kept trying to listen to my instruction and she kept kind of 
would you stop it? You know, just, and finally I said, what's going on here? And she's like, he's just aggravating me and he's all over me and in my space and won't stop. And I said, um, does that go on in your everyday life? And she looked at me like I had hit her in between the eyes. And she just paused and said, oh my goodness, I do. I said, do you let people walk all over you? She said, yes, I do. And it was the whole, she doesn't set boundaries. She would just, she just lets people at work, kids come at her, come at her, come at her until she just was at a breaking point. And it's those little aha moments that she literally turned and looked at that horse like, you're totally being what's in my life. And I said, now just take a moment and set your boundaries with that horse and let's come back. And literally that horse stood next to her and all but about fell asleep, never bothered her ever again. So it's those little tiny, just to get folks to identify, versus us sitting there going, you have this problem and this is what you need to do to fix it. We don't address it that way. We let them address the problem. The horse will bring up the problem and address the problem with them. You can keep this life-changing and vital program alive for veterans, first responders, and their caregivers. Won't you please help? 100% of your one-time or reoccurring tax-deductible contribution goes directly to transforming the life of a deserving, disabled brother or sister in arms. Let's not turn our backs on those who have given themselves to preserving our liberty and rescuing us from harm. Please join me and the scores of other veterans and first responders who are stepping up to help our fallen brothers and sisters. Go to guidingrains.org see what they're accomplishing, and consider helping us save this program from extinction because if it disappears, so does hope for so many families just like yours. GuidingRains.org G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot O-R-G Gun for Hire Radio is brought to you by Marty's V-Burger. Voted best house-made burger by Vegan News Magazine. Go to martysvburger.com and don't forget to mention Gun for Hire for 20% off. Uh, don't forget, if you live in New York City, you need New York TAC Defense. N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. Peter Tillum, $35 a year. Mention Gun for Hire, you get 10% off of your monthly membership. If you live in the 49 other states, you need U.S. Law Shield. No, it is not insurance. Yes, it is a legal defense fund. You need it. U.S. Law Shield. Go on. Use code GUNFORHIRE, one word, G-U-N-F-O-R-H-I-R-E dot com. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, available Amazon, here in the Pro Shop, Kindle, uh, and online. Uh, um, My doctor is Optimal Health. Wellness NJ, Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Dr. Joe Sambatero. Give Dr. Joe a ring for a little as a few hundred dollars a month. You will have concierge medicine available 24 7. Sandy, I am down to 211 pounds. Very nice. Okay, my goal is to hit 199 for one day and then hit the smorgasbord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I just want to be 199 for one day because I think the last time I was 199 was third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Chubzy, ubzy. 
Uh, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old in Carteret, New Jersey, to learn safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competitions. If you're in the Scotch Plains area, Zen Float Center, zenfloatcenter.com. Go see Sharon or Chris Decker and tell them Gun for Hire sent you. If you're in Monmouth County, why did you not stop at Aberdeen Guns and see John? All right. Well, long ways from Gun for Hire. Great people. Support those who support you. My book and John Petrolino's book, so Crime Proof and uh, Decoding Firearms, are both available down there, and they're autographed. If you go on the Gun for Hire page and you click the NJCCW permit icon on the page, all the information you need, uh, rebuttals for police chiefs, tracking, help, and everything created by Brad Hendricks is on our page. Everything is updated as soon as we get updates from the state, um, the attorney general's office, and all of our lawyers and instructors. So my burner phone worked out really, really well. I got a lot of laughs. I just read an article that young kids today are buying flip phones with no <laughs> Wi-Fi and no text messaging, and they use them when they go out. They leave their smartphones home. So it looks like can't I track them? <laughs> nope, it looks like I started a trend because this they're all they're, these kids are starting to realize they're always in the screen scrolling. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you something, when I go out with my burner phone, it is nice. Yep, that's right. I, you know, the first couple of weeks I kept opening it up and looking at it. <laughs> and there's nothing to look <laughs> there's at. Nothing to look at. There's no there's no internet connection and there's no text Ooh, message. Oh, it's 9:41. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got I got to tell you something. It's it's been cleansing. Uh, it, it, I, let me tell you, I hearken back for those days, you know, when you couldn't, you, when you didn't have to receive phone calls on a toilet. Yeah, no, but now this is, it's been really good. I go all day, and then when I get back in the house, I, or I'll go back to my office, I check my phone or check my computer, and I, when I, if I get a text message for somebody asking me what our Mother Day's hours are, I block them mm. uh, because they get that respon- auto response that says email uh Info a gun for hire or call 888-486-3674. So I've been doing a lot of blocking. I scrolled through the other day. I showed everybody my block numbers. Sandy, you can scroll that thing like that Wheel of Fortune uh, <laughs> thing. That, that thing spins for about 45 minutes before it hits the bottom. That's how many calls I've blocked. I have a huge announcement for Tony Simon. It all started here at Gun for Hire seven or eight years ago. I love him. Uh, the next second for everyone diversity shoot will be held at Gun for Hire on May 11th from 6 to 9 p.m. Tony is also doing something new this year. He's hosting the Great Plains Diversity Shoot Expedition. Cool name, right? What is that? Wait, he's working with the NRA ILA because you know the NRA. We don't never do anything for no, anybody. Carly. He's working with the NRA ILA to host a May 22nd event at Range 54 in Wichita, Kansas. Wow. And we've partnered with the Nebraska Firearms Association to host the May 23rd event at Big Shots Range in Lincoln, Nebraska. Wow. Tickets are available for all three events, Gun for Hire, Range 54, or Big Shots Range at DiversityShoot.com. Also, donations are accepted on the website to help finance our mission to educate all people, regardless of race, religion, gender, sexual orientation, our background about their Second Amendment civil rights. Thank you so much for believing in me and supporting our mission. Regards, Tony Simon. God bless you, Tony. I'm so glad. I love this. It's called the Great Plains Diversity Shoot Expedition. 
Uh, Tony does this for free. He's a government worker. His wife works. And everything he does comes out of his own pocket. Yeah. So any donations would be gladly accepted. The diversity shoot here May 11th, if you want to drop off ammo, you want to drop anything off, uh, I would recommend you do so. That's this week. I won't be in town this week. I'll be in Amsterdam and Bruges and Brussels and stuff. My buddy Mark and I, who we've been friends since 1979, uh, we're going away, which is probably going to be our last trip. We started traveling the world together in 2009. We started with Egypt and mm. working our way up. But Mark is 66 years old. I'm 62, and he got some uh, not great news on his health. So this might be the last trip we ever go on together. So it, you know, And we booked it pre-COVID, and we got bumped basically for three and a half years. So I'm looking forward to completing this trip with him. and going. To, we're going to be going to where Anne Frank hid for two years, Sandy. Wow. We're going to go to the Anne Frank house and, and see a lot more history as well. All right. On a brighter note, the Friends of the NRA dinner is October 5th at Biagio's in Paramus. Go to friendsofnra.org. Uh, Joe Sapienza bought a table. He's bringing a bunch of people. Just so, so such a big outpouring of people um, uh, supporting this event for uh, Steve Churchill and the Friends of the NRA, North Jersey Friends of the NRA. So get there, bitches, because I'm going to be the uh, keynote speaker. Um, I just spoke last week um, at another organization, too, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing my best to get the word out. CNJFO, the D.C. Project Fundraiser, is Saturday, July 29th, 6 to 10, 10 p.m. at the mansion on Main Street in uh, Voorhees. Jay Factor will be speaking. Assemblyman Brian Bergen will be speaking. And uh, I think the keynote speaker is Bill Spadia. So you might want to uh, get out there and show your support for those organizations because we all do out here and um you know john petrolino posted an article um, murder in atlantic city for bearing arms murder in atlantic city new jersey illustrates why casinos are wrong on guns listen the only reason casinos banned guns was because murphy and the ag said if you don't ban the guns we're going to cut back on public funding or whatever or you know the next time you need a variance for building something that's out of code or it's unsafe we're not going to approve it right mm. And uh gentleman was just murdered um, in, um, in Atlantic City and uh, by a knife, multiple stab I'm sorry, a, report, a woman suffering multiple stab wounds. The victim was found deceased in a hotel room with a sheet covering her body and a knife on top of the sheet. So uh, I want to tell you that, uh, you know, it was her boyfriend. He did it with surveillance, but people are not allowed to protect themselves. And Atlantic City made, again, a gun-free zone, which makes a high-crime kill zone. And I have to agree with John, but the governor doesn't care and the AG doesn't care because they're they're protected by people with guns, you know. Right. John McConnell sent me this article. Uh, a robber with a meat tenderizer attacks a woman outside of Bergenfield School and took her cash, her phone, all of her personal belongings in broad daylight. Did he hit her with it? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. The one with ten, the sp- with the, ten thirty AM or the I don't know, but she had a, she had a surrender all of her belongings to Rickon Carrasco, thirty three. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. He just uh, they put the school on lockdown, nice. shelter in place, oh, blah, okay. blah 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 blah. But you know, a meat tenderizer. What and well what does she would have stopped yeah, that? One. And and yeah. she has nothing to protect herself right. because that's what they want yep. in this state. Yeah, sure. And leave uh, that to you know, us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about this ad nauseum and, uh, and crime proof, 
and uh, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Men now in New Jersey, uh, there's a team of bump and robs out there where they facilitate a car crash and then rob the drivers. Wow. Okay, it's happening again. Uh, two confirmed in New Jersey. This one was in Hillside, the last one. Hillside Police. It was a bump and rob 9 o'clock at night, which is not late at night, right? You know, yeah. you can, but a, a Chatham resident uh, attempted to avoid striking the BMW. Uh, and uh, the the driver of the BMW then you know bumped him, and when they got out to exchange stuff, they pulled a the gun and they robbed him because he didn't the, the one for the guy from Chatham didn't read crime proof. Right, you wait in the car with the yeah. window up, and you make sure that you have a path to drive away. You're not blocked in. Right. Okay, you have to make sure that you have a path to not be blocked in. Also in New Jersey, there's a group of car thieves that are using high-end RFID readers to steal cars out of driveways and out of garages. Wow. Yep, they're breaking into houses, uh, uh, mostly Range Rovers too, by the way, um, and uh, they have an RFID reader. They follow you home or see your car somewhere, and they'll either steal it out of your driveway or they break right into your damn house. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty scary. How does that work? Um, I, it's like a box that reads it that unlocks the doors and can start the car. Wow! It like replicates your key fob. Damn. Yeah, yeah. They're going right in the house and taking the car out of your driveway. That's amazing. The good thing is, if you're in New York, they give you an Apple um, yeah, Air tag and you can, so you can see where it's them, going. Chase them down, honey. Look, my car is in West Africa. <laughs> it's traveled further than we've ever traveled before. <laughs> And your insurance company's like, yep, and you still got a $5,000 deductible. And, yep, your premiums are going up $2,000 a year. Right. Have a nice day. Right. Thank, uh, thank the nanny state. Thank everybody And your everybody finance there. company says, yep, that uh, $1,000 payment is still due. Correct. <laughs> 100%. This guy, uh, a, a Gun for Hire alumni, Harsaram uh, Gill from Edison, he goes, uh, I have a re each one reach one story to tell you that will serve as a wake-up call to a lot of people. A couple of weeks ago, I was at a dinner with our fuel supplier from my family's gas stations, and me and my cousin and our families are firearms owners and strong 2A supporters. Here, here. The topic got to guns, and me and my cousin educated them on New Jersey gun laws and basic self-home defense. They had some misconceptions about the use of force laws. Most people do. After the dinner, one of the people that were at the dinner said that he was going to consider applying for an FID. Fast forward about a week, and I received a call from them that their house was broken into last night, and they were looking to apply for an FID. The intruders broke into the house and opened the door to his room, but luckily got scared and ran off. The intruders were able to get in through a window that had a broken lock. They live in Edison, so it goes to show you that living in a nice town is a false sense of security. Because, Mr. Gill, because... You only break into houses in nice towns. That's you don't right. want to go to a poor neighborhood, right? <laughs> yeah. He goes, but this serves as a wake-up call to all of us to look at our habits and fortify our homes. I am helping them through the FID process. Bravo. And, and we'll be recommending they come to Gun for Hire. Your Excellent. facility is top-notch. And, um, you know, I try to come as frequently as possible, but it's in almost an hour and 30 minutes from where I live in Burlington Counter, County. However, the drive is always worth it. Well, here's the deal. So I, I, I saw the video, like they had a doorbell cam video. Three guys come down an alleyway. Two guys boosted a guy up, and he jumped in through the window, and then he let them in in the front door. How oh, scary man, is that? That's pretty freaky. You're scary. sleeping, and there's three guys walking around your house. How did they know that particular window was unlocked, though? I don't know, Sandy. But that's why your house, the, everything should be secured. Yeah. Perimeter alarm should be on. And I sleep mm -hmm. with my bedroom door locked. 
Yep. And it's a solid core bedroom door, and it swings out. Yep. So, so Take anyway. all you want. Correct. So these are things that we can learn. A lot of that is in my book, but thank you for sharing it. I watched the, I watched the video, um, and not, not, not good. Uh, two great articles in the Wall Street Journal that you guys uh, all should look up. One is Before You Die, uh, Secure Your Digital Life by Judy, uh, Julie Jargon. Because, like, if you go on Facebook and stuff, they, you can assign somebody that if you pass away, they can get on to your account and everything. But your whole digital life should be secured, like a password wallet or something. There's, there's like, apps like Bitwarden and BitVault and stuff like that. And LastPass is a password manager that has emergency access. Uh, I think it's great for people to think about because we hear stories all the time when we buy guns, estate guns and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're like, I can't get into his Instagram account. I can't get into his computer. I can't get into his phone. How long were you married? 41 years. Oh, wow. You know, you can't get into the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then another great article, the Wall Street Journal has been killing it lady, later, lately. Social media shopping scams are growing uh, and young adults are the targets. And this was by Cordelia James. <clears throat> uh, Jessica Lorga was uh, searching through TikTok in November when she saw an ad for shoe organizing boxes and they were on sale of course for a limited time and uh, she bought them for $45 and uh, when the box came you know what was in it? A large plastic bag <laughs> <clears throat> there was no shoes in it So, but they did give her something as a shoe organizer because you could put it all in the bag you yeah. know but the FTC estimates that last year social media fraud reached more than $1.2 billion, okay? Gen Z has grown up with a phone or iPad in their hands, so they trust yeah. online stuff. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, I, I've never purchased anything uh, from uh, Facebook or Instagram yeah. or TikTok, TikTok or anything like that. Right. And you should all warn your kids. And if you do give your kids a credit card, it should have limitations on it. You should be getting alerts when they use that credit card. I don't want to hear that you don't. It's an invasion of their privacy. Until they move out and pay their own bills, they yeah. have no privacy. That's right. I had no privacy. Right. They should have no. <laughs> and we privacy. were reminded of that on a daily basis. Every day, as long as you live under my roof, my rules. When you move out and pay your own bills, you That's do right. whatever you want. Leave the light on as long as you want. So then, shut the damn thing off. Uh, some I got a great some great letters because I didn't get them all done last week. He goes last Friday on April twenty eighth. I visited the gun range with my ten year old son again, and invited my friend and his wife who were visiting from California. I'm in the process of obtaining a firearms permit, and both Angelo and Jose were very helpful in helping me understand different types of rifles, manufacturers, etc. They were very patient with me, answered all my questions, and I found them very helpful. Gun for Hire and its customers are very lucky to have them. Also, my California friends were very impressed by the number of staff and emphasis on safety they all showed. They said they saw nothing like it at their gun ranges in California. That's because we're the second nicest range on the East Coast. <laughs> and this guy's name is Shady Gayareb. Thank you very much for that. Anthony and Matt. Thank you for replying to my email on the radio show. Wasn't the answer that I was hoping for as far as re-fingerprinting goes, but on a side note, I reached out to the New Jersey State Police via email asking them the same question. If re-fingerprinting was necessary in order to file for a carry permit, and they told me yes. So the fact that my fingerprints have been in New Jersey State Police database for over 10 years means nothing. Correct. It's all about <laughs> revenue raising. That's right. 
I've always been led to believe that fingerprints don't change. They don't. And they will remain the same throughout the lifetime. They do. It's all about the $80 and that we have to pay a dentico yeah. every time we file an application. Complete BS. Thank you, Governor Corzine. Nothing like fleecing your own citizens to make an extra buck here or there. Thank you, gentlemen, for what you do. Once again, I love the show, love the information, and I'm hoping to get down to that incredible range that you have. Be well. M. Uh, Mike uh, Winger, Wingender. That's, that's a beautiful thing. But, you know, Mike, if you were a coach on a Little League team, you'd get printed again. If you worked with the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, you'd get printed again. If, uh, <laughs> if you had to do work at a school and you had to get a sex offender background check, you'd get printed again. Yep. If you get a Twix card, you get printed again. <laughs> I can go on and on and on. Uh, this one is from Travis. Uh, I was listening to episode 623, and you read an email from a gentleman about his carry permit in Aberdeen Township. I received my carry permit from Aberdeen back in January. I submitted January 17th and received my permit January 26th. Damn, nine days with no restrictions. Wow. The only thing they were very unclear of was carrying in the car and advised me at the time not to until things got figured out. Uh, that was They were wrong. They know better now. All in all, I have nothing but good things to say about the department. Even purchase permits are lightning fast for me anyway. The acting chief, I believe the regular chief has been out on medical leave, was great in communication and info. Detective Dillon, who heads the application process, was nothing short of amazing the entire process. I'm not sure what or why that fellow had the experience that he did with them, but I almost don't believe his claim with the experience I had with them. Keep up the fight, and thank you for all you do. Travis, I talked to John, who's an Aberdeen cop from Monmouth County Guns, uh, from Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth uh, County, and uh, it, everything's been straightened out and fixed. So, um, it, you know, this radio show does does help. Everybody listens to it, passes it on, and when I shame police departments, it gets back to departments the same day. <laughs> I just can't get pulled over in most towns. In most towns, yeah. <clears throat> Hi, Anthony. Just finished Urban 2 already, and I just wanted to tell you your staff is awesome. I can't wait to take it again. Just wanted to say thank you. You recommended a lawyer to my brother. He finally got everything straightened out. We just left the gun store after purchasing a new Glock, night sight optics, and a gun safe. He also booked basic pistol for Monday for him and his wife. We didn't even consider going anywhere else for his first. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thanks. Kevin Porchster owner and chef of Village Green Restaurant in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Farm to table. Support those Great who support you. Shameless plug. Food is phenomenal. Follow Village Green Restaurant on Instagram and look at the concoction Kevin makes. Crazy man. Crazy <laughs> man. I love him. Good morning, Anthony. Just told uh, Jim Powers just told me to email you. So to start out, I set my appointment to hand in my carry permit in October. My references took a while to respond, so they had to use the extension. Next, I received an email from Amanda Mueller, admin coordinator at Holland Township, New Jersey, on January 9th that my carry permit was approved by the chief on January 5th. It is now 412, and I still don't have my carry permit. <sighs> He hasn't gotten it from the chief. I gave him some stuff to do. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. I understand. I hope that you get your carry permit as soon as possible. Uh, Jersey City is now taking appointments to come in in September <laughs> to pick up your paperwork for your carry permit. After Judge Bum's decision, there's going to be a lawsuit for Jersey City, by the yeah, way. Could you imagine you have to wait until September to go pick your to go paperwork up? go pick up the up. paperwork. 
Anthony, I hate to be a pain in the ass. Oh, this uh, he this guy that was Colton, by the way. He reached out to Knappen. He's still waiting for his carry permit. The one I just read, the Jim uh, Powers one. This is from Scott F. Good morning, Anthony. I just finished listening to Gunfire Radio 623, and I have to say vacation suits you well. You seem revitalized. Thanks for all you do and all you provide. Scott F. Thanks, Scott. I would like to stay on vacation forever, but I'm not allowed because I have to go to work once in a while. Uh, You know what I mean? Uh, I have to do what I have to do. Not a problem. But thank you, Scott. And Scott's from Colonia, by the way. Drives up here to shoot all the time. Uh, And a great man. Okay, what do I got next? This is from my cousin Albie, who we talked about last week, Albert Mezel. He goes, laugh out loud, thanks for the mention. My buddy John was in the market for his first pistol. Although he lives in Denville and there are stores much closer to him, he knows how hard you fight for all of us and get and everything you do for the 2A community. There was no question he was coming to gun for hire. I took the ride with him and stood back as store manager Ed walked him through the whole process. He took his time and John, with John and answered all of his newbie questions. Subsequently, John ended up purchasing a Glock 47, and he could not be happier with his decision. John also signed up for your basic pistol course the same night. Also, being a South Paul, my boy loved the lefty's corner. Thank you for being there for us. Thank you, Cousin Albert. I, I love the fact that you're uh, so involved in this and you're bringing other people into it, you know. Frank S. sends an email. He sent an email uh, to NewJersey.com opinion, which is a waste because they 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 just they work for the governor, uh, Frank. Just so you know, they work. You know, they're the fourth estate, the the, the third tier, the fourth estate, whatever you want to call them. Uh, please define assault weapon and then explain in realistic terms why such a ban will eliminate the problem. He wrote, "Silly me." But I read once that we have laws in New Jersey against assault, assault on a police officer, assault with a deadly weapon, armed robbery, arson, burglary, battery, um, batter, burglary of an unoccupied dwelling, rape, possession of certain illegal drugs, sales of narcotics, theft of catalytic converters, trafficking in children, trafficking in illegal firearms, hijacking, <laughs> possession of any firearm without a state-issued permit, possession of any firearm by a convicted felon, possession of a concealed weapon without a valid state-issued permit, and murder. So why don't any of the above deter or totally eliminate the need for assault weapons ban? Why is fentanyl being sold on the street mixed with other narcotics which are also illegal to sell? Why don't our existing laws not deter or reduce the aforementioned crimes? Inquiring wines want to know. Thank you, Frank S. Yes, I'd like to know too. Does anybody really know? Nobody knows, right? Nobody knows. (laughs) You know what? Our Atenzia Kali knife class, we uh, we're teaching here. They're also teaching another device. Remember how I in my on my radio show and in my book I talk about how you could put a baseball, a hardball in a nylon sock. Yeah, yeah. They're actually doing that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they call it trapo, um, and uh, they're teaching how to do it. They have one that goes on your on your wrist like a bracelet. Did you, you ever? Can wear it I can't everywhere. remember in the book. Uh, you know, when we talk about the you know the airline flight that you always get a can of soda. Yeah. Yeah, a can of soda. Well, I keep, I have in my carry-on bag, I have a, a hardball, baseball that has signatures on it oh, that I bought okay. like in a, in a garage sale for like a dollar. I have that and I have a, a pair of black men's nylon support hose couldn't you, that go uh, up Couldn't you knees. take that can of soda if you don't open it and throw it into the sock and do the same thing with it? Yep, can of soda, bottle of water. Uh, there's so many things you can carry in your bag you can do the same thing with. That is actually in my book. 
Remember how we were talking? I, I put those little red things on my USB uh, yeah. mm-hmm. charger cables. They now, now make them for USC. I just got them in the mail yesterday. Oh, wow. So if you have a USC or USB charger, you put that on, it only energizes the um, the power cables. It doesn't energize uh, the data cables. And now I'm going to be traveling overseas for 10 days. I'm going to be in Europe, and I'll be using them all the time. I would even use them in the United States as well because uh, – I don't need any of my data sucked out or my phone locked out. You know, these yeah, scams, right. they'll lock you out of your own phone. Yeah, right. And then you're done. They change the master password, and you're screwed. So uh, how much time do we have left for learning? Oh, uh, well, we're tight, but go ahead. No, it's okay. I just want to talk a little bit that uh, travel season's coming up. If you don't have TSA pre or global entry or clear, you might want to consider getting those things for safety reasons. Because in my book, I talk about how the safest places to be in an airline is on this after security. So when I get to an airport, I want to get past security as fast as possible because it's harder to get an explosive device past or a firearm past the security, right? So I don't want to be lingering too long. So I do everything now. I have my Apple wallet on my phone. It's on my watch. I wear my watch all the time because of AFib issues. But, you know, I have my boarding passes and everything pre-digital you know, pre on the computer. And I basically just go right up to a kiosk. If I don't talk to a person, I print my label out if I'm checking a bag. And then I have, they have bag drop-off now at, um, at United in Newark Airport. They have bag drop-off right outside. So I just drop my bag off there, and I go right to clear, and clear gets me right through TSA pre. And I'm on the other side of the security line like in five minutes. And that's the safest place to be. And then when I land, what I like to do is about a half hour before the plane is going to land, I pee. Because when we land, I don't want to go to the bathroom. When I when we land, if I didn't check a bag, I want to get out of the airport as soon as possible. Yeah. If I did check a bag, I want to be the first one to the carousel so my bag doesn't get stolen. Especially if you're going into Newark. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to delay that guy that was working for the nuclear commission for under Biden. He he'd be there stealing my luggage because yeah, I look he pretty. Would be. He That's wants right. my clothes. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to wear clothes. my clothes. Absolutely. Sam Brinkman, whatever his name is. Yeah, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Head on a swivel when you're in an airport. <clears throat> I carry my sling bag, my crossbody Merce. I have tactical pen. I have flashlight in it. Uh, that's pretty much all you can carry to an airport. But I have my iPad in there. I have my medication in there. I have a battery backup charger in there. I always have a bottle of water. I always have an umbrella. Uh, these are just the little things that you should have uh Keep track of your, your friends, family, and loved ones. Remember, if you go into a bathroom and you use a stall, do not hang anything up on the hook inside the stall. The bad guy will reach over and grab it and run with it, and you're in the stall with your pants and underwear around your ankles. You ain't going nowhere, okay? <laughs> my crossbody, I actually take my crossbody off, and I put it around my neck uh, while I'm in, in the bathroom if I'm sitting down at a bowl. So I just uh, always have my shit together that way when i enter the airport my phone is fully charged and i have a battery backup that can charge my phone like three more times these are very very important things that you should remember when you're traveling we have a ton of classes uh coming up i just want to talk about urban precision rifle on june 9th and 10th long distance shooting i think has two more slots um and uh, chuck leonard will be here starting um May 20th, RSO class. I won't be here for the RSO class, but Chuck will be here. 
and uh, it's going to be a good one. And then he has uh, student CCW training, uh, basic instructor, instructor training, pistol instructor training, and chief range safety officer training. Of course, we have use of force classes, CPR, AED class, hemorrhage control class, gun cleaning 101, July 27. Uh, urban stun gun and urban mace have been uh, very, very successful. And the Atenzia Kali, uh, May 21st, is knife and trapo, T-R-A-P-O. And then on June 25th is knife and laban. Uh, and look them up on our website. But the trapo is a cool little wrist device that you can pretty much wear anywhere. Uh, they're bringing one for me when they come on the 21st and on the 22nd i'm gonna have it and i'm gonna try traveling with it and everything and i'll report back so with that note i'm gonna leave you all there love you all and be safe how do you spell trapo p-r-a-p-o google atienza a-t-i-e-n-z-i-a atienza trapo and you'll see videos with carl and a navy seal demonstrating that shit cool well, yes. it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available wherever great books are sold and is a good gift to give for somebody who uh, may be broken into or is on a uh, flight to somewhere. Uh, and you can even get it at the bookshop, gun shop, uh, gun range known as Gun for Hire, where Anthony frequents from time to time when he's not on vacation, which is usually most of the time. So if you're lucky and like hitting the lotto, you could stop and maybe <laughs> have him sign your book. Well, we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama, which really suck. Sweet home. <laughs> we love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries, and these freaking batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. 